0: Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 1. Whither hath thy beloved gone, O fair among women? Whither hath thy beloved turned, and we seek him with thee? This is the chorus singing. Now they're buying into what the bride told them. She told them how awesome and perfect her lover, the bridegroom, is. They're on her side now, and they're going, Okay, where should we look for him? We want to help you find him. That is the Israelites helping the Bride find the Bridegroom. This Israelite chorus also represents all Christians helping each other to find Christ. 2. My Beloved went down to his garden, to the beds of the Spice, to delight himself in the gardens, and to gather lilies. He is the lily of the valley, that's one of his names. All of the spices that are the most precious represent Jesus. We went over that a couple of chapters ago. And he is in his garden. Jesus loves his creation. That's why he made it. And his creation is beautiful because he is beautiful. His beauty is the reason why he creates beautiful things. All of the things he created reflect a little bit of him. And that's why... The earth and the animals and humans are so gorgeous to look at, and the plants as well, because all of them are made by a gorgeous creator, and he wants us in his garden, which is heaven. 3. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine, who is delighting himself among the lilies. Those of us who follow Christ can say the same thing. We belong to him, and he belongs to us. We are family, and we're not going to let go of each other. For Fair art thou, my friend, as Tizra, comely as Jerusalem, awe-inspiring as bannered hosts. This is now the bridegroom, the male, speaking to his bride. This is Christ speaking to the church, saying that the church is as beautiful as Jerusalem and awe-inspiring. We have to keep things in perspective and not... Puff ourselves up and think, if we're awe-inspiring, then we're awesome. Because that's where Satan went. Satan saw that he was beautiful when the Lord created him. And so he immediately became prideful and gave himself credit for that. We have to realize that if we're awe-inspiring, it's only because he made us, he redeemed us, he transformed us, and he is making us like him. And he loves us. It's not our own works, but it's his works that make us awe-inspiring. 5. Turn around thine eyes from before me, because they have made me proud. Thy hair is as a row of the goats they have shown from Gilead. This is still the bridegroom speaking to his bride. He's saying, stop looking at me, because I can't tolerate your beauty anymore. It's just too much. I love you too much. The Lord doesn't love us because we're intrinsically perfect on our own without his help. He made us something that he could love. He created us in the first place, and then he redeemed us and transformed our lives so that we became lovable because of him. Here the bridegroom is saying, I'm so full of pride and love for you that 6 Thy teeth as a row of the lambs that have come up from the washing, because all of them are forming twins, and a bereaved one is not among them. Again, he's saying, all your teeth are perfectly white, and not one of them is missing. Today it's a big deal too, because a lot of people don't have white teeth, and a lot of people are missing teeth. She doesn't have dentures, she has genuine, perfect teeth. 7 As the work of the pomegranate is thy temple, behind thy veil." The pomegranate has very delicate indents on parts of it that are hard to see, and our temple has a delicate indent on it. But he's comparing her to the pomegranate because the pomegranate is one of the most precious fruits in Israel. Probably their top fruits are olives, pomegranate, and figs. Those were all extremely high-quality delicacies. Pomegranates can symbolize fertility, and that's appropriate between a man and a woman who are getting married. They do want to be fertile, but it's also appropriate for the church, because the church is supposed to be fertile. It's supposed to multiply and increase and grow. The Lord wants as many people in heaven as possible, so he wants his church constantly increasing the spiritual fertility of the church where we spread the gospel and other people get saved. Sixty are queens and eighty concubines and virgins without number. Nine, one is my dove, my perfect one. One, she is of her mother. The choice one, she is of her that bear her. Daughters saw and pronounced her happy. Queens and concubines, and they praise her. Solomon had hundreds of women in his concubine, and he also had a lot of queens. He married a lot of women. So at this point that he wrote the song, he must have had 60 queens and 80 concubines. This was early in his career, because when he died, he had hundreds. And he says virgins without number. That means women in the kingdom who have not entered my concubine yet. But one is his favorite, and he says she is also the favorite of her mother. The one who is the favorite of Christ is his bride, those who follow him. There are many people in the world who do not follow Christ. She's the one who follows him. And again, this is metaphor, it's prophetic, but Solomon himself may not have realized how prophetic this was when he wrote it. 10. Who is this that is looking forth as morning, fair as the moon, clear as the sun, awe-inspiring as bannered hosts? Bannered hosts means an army going out to battle, and that represents the church going out to battle. If we're as fair as the moon, it's only because Jesus made us that way, so we don't take any credit for it. And if we're awe-inspiring, it's only because Jesus made us that way. 11. Unto a garden of nuts I went down, to look on the buds of the valley, to see whither the wine had flourished, the pomegranates had bloomed. Verse 11 is the bride speaking, saying that she has gone into her lover's garden, where there is abundance of food. There's nut trees, grapes, and pomegranates, and those are all very rich foods. Jesus feeds us with his word. 12. I knew not my soul. It made me chariots of my people, Nadib. She says that she ran into the garden as fast as a chariot. She was quickly Going to seek him. She wasn't taking her time. 13. Return, return, O Shulamith. Return, return, and look upon thee. What do ye see in Shulamith? This sounds like the chorus singing to the bride, saying, Return, so that we can see you again, because she has gone to be with her lover. If that's the world talking, we don't want to return to the world. We want to stay with Christ. And that concludes... Song of Solomon, Chapter 6